0: Bring it. I'm an altruistic ballsack with a tumultuous fallback. A samurai goon, detachable camera I zoom, carrying hopes in a jar. Tote this lower bar, dropping Xanax bars, cherry coated in scar. You're the spinning depiction of my sister's kid. A sty on his eye and it became an invalid. The village idiot? Nah, he's illiterate. Gerble verbal, emblazoned, and spittled with spit. Poor like little gibberish or thrice tickled licorice. Spice ripped bitterness. A truffle to trifle is hit or miss. Don't dismiss your princeless, pretty princess. Defenseless at best. Get bent with intent or give it a rest. Messing with a dressing, we all feel it's a raw deal. Let it heal and spin the wheel. I'm crossbreeding a hybrid that needs feeding, providing a brand new species grown in elaborate feces, making your knees weak, serving perks like me seeks. Ooh, he's trying. Facebooking from a Commodore. The shots are poor, thoughts ignored. Twists vicious, hitless with a number two sword. The truth is, I'm more ruthless than ever before. I'm here to prove this and leave you purple and sore, toothless for sure. I'll settle the score, stain the floor. Quoth the Raven, Nevermore. Party with me, my
1: eyes are red. I've been burning. I've been burning. reason why. My eyes are red. I've been burning. Here's the reason why. My eyes are red. I've been burning.
0: Welcome to Magic and Hash. My name's Tim. You might know me from Ethercast. When I die, I want to go peacefully, like my grandfather in his sleep. Not screaming and yelling like the passengers in his car. And joining me from Cast from Exile, who do we have?
1: Howdy homies, it's Sid Swami here. I heard that your grandfather was actually screaming and hollering because he died under a prostitute. Is that your other
0: grandfather? Or are both of your grandfathers dead? That's so sad. No, he was driving. He fell asleep. All those other people were yelling. Oh, uh, okay. He died peacefully. What about the grandpa
1: that loved the horse, though? The one that died with the horse. Grandpa Hans?
0: Yeah, I love Grandpa Hans. A good old Hans Kempter. I send him postcards to his grave because he was my favorite. I, I, I love him.
1: Who doesn't like a grandpa that gets
0: you laid on your 12th birthday, man? I mean, that shit
1: was awesome
0: and traumatizing, but awesome. Laid by a horse. <laughs> she was 64, but it was it was beautiful. We shared a moment and a man who spent his 4th of July rounding up people at the border John Holland
2: that's right citizens before hoes bitches
0: this other man has 16 different podcasts and can be found anywhere where you can download podcasts 14 of them are about Star Wars or George Lucas Jason Roscoe.
3: Hold on, let me finish this game of Hearthstone real quick. Oh, uh, what's up, fuckers? Uh, Mr. Roskam here, ready to dispense some wisdom on your stupid asses.
1: Dude, so I heard George Lucas is not going to leave any of his money to his kids when he dies. Does Pretty anybody up, know why it? that is?
3: Well, you know, his, his kids are all- fucking adopted. awesome. Well, first of all, his kids are all adopted. Like, he doesn't have any, like, actual genetic kids. So that's probably why. It's like, fuck them. Isn't, not my one, blood. Of his,
2: isn't one of his daughters, like, a fucking MMA fighter or something like that?
3: Uh, I have no idea.
0: Well, I think maybe that through his career or whatever, I'm sure they've all come up or they're all kind of can sustain. So he's going to what? Donate his money? Or it goes all to his cat. And he's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. He, he's probably going Bill Gates. You know how Bill Gates isn't leaving much money to his kids either? He just donated all the charity. Quite much. Yeah.
0: He's like, I want to be buried with all these stacks of cash and I want you to pour some in on my fucking grave.
3: That's what I, I was do. like I, here's set. Whenever somebody I want to be rich. buried
0: at space in a death star replica.
2: <laughs> Whenever somebody rich is like, "Oh, I'm not giving any of my money to my kids." That's all bullshit because number 1, they're so rich that when they die, like literally half of it goes to the government no matter how you shake it. So they're not going to leave them any money, but they'll leave them the house, they'll leave them the cars, they'll leave them all this other stuff. And oh, by the way, they got to grow up rich as fuck, so I mean, it's not like they're on the streets or something.
3: Yeah, probably have an Ivy League college education that they didn't have to take out student loans for.
2: Yeah, not to shit. mention, like, how many people would hire his kids just because they're his kids? You know, mm-hmm. for, like, a do-nothing job. It's like being in the mafia, except the nerd mafia.
3: Hey,
0: I hang out with Tommy Lucas all the time.
2: You
1: are think George Lucas actually fucked a lady to completion? Is that why, like, he does have kids? Because he could never, like, get off when he was fucking a lady? No. Maybe he's only into Wookiees.
0: I, but I fucked his, uh, his great great niece who had a snaggle tooth her, her name was Ophelia Lucas and she was she was a terrible dog but she was a Lucas and I was like hey fuck yeah well speaking Legacy. of
2: uh, y'all heard uh, <laughs> speaking of dying peacefully in your sleep y'all you heard that uh, Carrie Fisher died of sleep apnea slash heroin slash cocaine slash girlfriend had it
3: going on whoa, 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 hold on it wasn't heroin it was ecstasy get your facts straight
0: fuck yeah
3: oh I, th- I thought you had heroin there too no it was co- cocaine and ecstasy
0: you get a bit of that star wars money and then
3: which come on well hold on, you gotta admit that's fucking baller just just the fact that this 60 year old broad fucking died from heroin and ecstasy well being in her system
0: the thing is she was a big like advocate of quitting drugs and, and being rehabbed and whatever it's because she was broke and she had to and now like she gets some taste of the Star Wars money once they (laughs) get back into a movie, she's like, fuck yeah. Who's got the best dope? Well, hey, you
2: know what? At 60 years old, if your ass is able to star in a movie, you probably need something like cocaine to keep going. I mean, that's how she got through the first ones, right?
3: Yeah.
0: She lost a ton of weight.
2: Did you say she fell asleep? Like how do you fall asleep if you're on ecstasy and
1: cocaine? That shit is like well, really when hard the
0: to t- tolerance of Carrie Fisher. Sleep apnea is where you breathe less while you're sleeping. Basically, it some of them have to be on like breathing machines, oxygen machines because some people will actually stop breathing for almost a minute at a time while they while they're sleeping and and you could die from that. But then you're, they'll kick back in and start breathing, but it's just they don't have that survival mechanism to just keep breathing.
2: Well, Let's get back to this. How high do you think that Carrie Fisher's tolerance is? I mean, she probably just like needs a couple snorts of cocaine to feel normal in the morning.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys have seen this, the the screenshots of from Return of the Jedi. They have some close-ups of her hands during that movie, and she's got oh, yeah. the fucking coke nail going. It's like, oh, man.
2: Yeah, they actually uh, edited that out in the uh, latest, uh, the, the digital version.
3: Oh, did they? <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's still in like the D V D version. Like that's those are some of the only reasons I keep those around so I can show my kids Carrie Fisher's cocaine fingernail. Shuttle oh, the
3: best. Oh, that's great.
2: John, you're gonna be like George
1: Lucas. You're never actually gonna bust a nut in a lady and get her pregnant. You're just gonna adopt a bunch of kids. <laughs>
2: Well, like I, you know, me and my wife, we don't want to have kids. We'd raise serial killers. We'd be terrible parents. Um, you know, I'm fully prepared to like adopt my sister's kids though, because they're cute, and we can blame everything on my sister. So there's that. There you go.
1: Be like, my sister screwed you up. I'm just fostering. I'm just nurturing this screwed upness
2: now. <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: Didn't any of you guys play pre-release? It was fucking. It was dope.
2: Wait, what? This is going to
0: be like three weeks out. Oh, oh yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) This is going (laughs) to fucking come out in
1: a month. Oh my God. Yeah, you're right.
3: Oh shit. Actually, you know, funny story. So you guys know I'm in the, uh, in the National Guard, right? The, the Air Force National Guard. And we have to do the whole fucking one weekend a month bullshit. In addition to, I work full time there as well. And every fucking pre-release for the last God knows how many years always happens to fall on the goddamn fucking guard weekends. Pisses me off.
0: So you go there like Friday evening and you go and you leave Sunday evening or how how do you get how does the weekend work? Do you get three days or two days or what?
3: Yeah, well... You work all day Saturday and Sunday because I'm a full timer. So I work Monday through Friday there also. But the people who do only work the one week in a month, they just go Saturday and Sunday. Sometimes they'll get their Friday night just to get there ahead of time. But yeah, ultimately, the way it boils down to is you work all day Saturday, all day Sunday. And it always fucking falls on the pre-releases every goddamn time. And it pisses me off.
0: So when you come in on Saturday and Sunday, do they just give you more of the work that you do generally during the week?
3: Most of the time, because I'm I'm a full-timer and I'm like one of the more experienced guys there. I've been in the military for 21 years. I'm kind of supervising all these fucking kids that have just joined and trying to keep them on point. So that's sort of my job over there. God, think of
0: that scheme, man. If I could get employees to give one week at a month. So you're an Air Force babysitter is basically what you're telling me.
3: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. I have to watch a bunch of 18, 19-year-old kids and make sure they don't fuck up.
0: Think of, that. think of that diagram as a company, though. Um, think of how many employees they have that are just giving two days free time a month. I mean, it doesn't seem like a lot to that individual person, but it, as a company, you're just blam, blam, blam.
3: Fucking, that's sweet, man. <laughs> it's something.
0: <laughs> it's something. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that with these painters. There they go. I need you Saturday and Sunday.
2: There's like this uh, Jason Roskam-shaped dinosaur in the guard armory and whatever he has to do is two weeks. It says it's a living.
3: It's a living. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sid, you've been amped about this, uh, Connor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather fight. Yeah. It's going to be fucking insane.
1: Yeah. So this is kind of cool. Um, this is a thing that has happened before. Um, a lot of people don't know about this, but back in the seventies, Muhammad Ali, against uh, Antonio Inoki.
3: I'm gonna float like a butterfly and sting like a bee.
1: Or not Antonio, something Inoki, he's a Japanese fellow. And this was like a famous wrestler and kind of like martial artist facing a boxer. And it was kind of the birth of MMA. And now, you know, here we are like 40 something years later and we're gonna see uh, the world's best boxer. Well, okay, so arguably the world's best boxer versus arguably the world's best mixed martial artist
3: now, in a but, fight. But just to be clear, they're playing boxing rules, right? This is a straight-up boxing match. This is not an MMA fight, right?
0: Yep, yeah, that's right, Jason. A while back, there was kind of a run-in with Dana White and Conor McGregor, where he kind of sprung some drug testing on him and kind of upped the regulations for steroids and yeah. hormones and stuff. Dana White said that he doesn't want injuries to happen, people to look look down on this and, like, ending people's careers. Like, a lot of injuries and stuff like that are happening more and more uh, because of these growth hormones, and he wants the sport to still be clean. But I want to see the biggest monster destroy the other biggest monster. Who's in? Uh, I mean, I much prefer the kind of
1: um, featherweight type guys over the big hosses. I, I like McGregor and Jose Aldo and that kind of weight class of those guys that are just like really precision type fighters rather than just big
0: fucking hosses. You know? Well, you can be tiny and muscular, too. So, I mean, let's have the biggest tiny monster fight the other biggest tiny monster.
1: Tiny monsters! Yes! Dude, I love it. It's like, Poke- it's like Pokemon battles, but they're people.
0: Well, football, the reason that they took steroids and shit out of football, they don't want people to injure themselves or ruin their careers or whatever, but it's like, it's the height of the human experience to watch these athletes perform the best that they can. Why not just, like, make the best athletes that we can? Gentlemen, we can
3: rebuild him.
0: They're making tons of money. If they, if they invest it or spend it correctly, they're going to be fine.
1: Gentlemen, which brings me to my next point, don't
0: smoke crack. Is everyone still here? Did we lose somebody?
3: Oh, hold on. Hey, Sid, uh, I, I do have an interesting piece of news for you. You might, uh, you might like this.
0: Oh,
1: okay.
3: So, so I'm going to be on Vince Russo's podcast that airs July 28th, so uh, keep an ear out for that. The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network.
0: Wow, man.
1: No fucking way, dude! I'm Shameless not gonna listen luck. to that. Uh, <laughs> God damn it! Are you really gonna be on that show?
3: Yeah, just I'm gonna be introducing a clip because they they gave out this thing where if you bought a piece of their merch, they'd let you on the show to introduce like one plug
2: it in, plug
3: it in segment. So I'm so, gonna be so this doing has that nothing to
2: like do with you or your podcasting ability. No,
3: not at all, not at all. I'm not that important. Hey
2: Tim, good.
3: I'll go back and
2: put in a little uh, plug it in, plug it in. Plug it in,
0: plug
2: it in. <laughs> right after he says that, because that's what that is. A shameless plug.
0: <laughs> I do that all the time on Facebook. I, I wave Jason Roskam's name around in his Facebook groups. I, I go to Sofa King's podcast. I'm like, hey, here's my magic podcast. It's got Jason <laughs> Roskam on it. You know that guy. Fuck yeah. Hey, I got to use whatever credibility I can.
1: Vince Russo. Really, Jason? Come on, man. Vince I love the Russo.
3: Guy. I, you I like think Vince great. Russo. Yeah, man. Dude, I've been he's such a like, for years. He just says shit for attention, though. He'll just say like the stupidest oh, shit. Like Your Your boy Jim Cornette doesn't? Come on, man. Let's be real now. Jim Cornette, I feel like even though
1: he's fucking loud and opinionated, the shit that he says is like his actual opinion. I don't agree with everything Jim Cornette says. I think he's old school as fuck. But at least like he was a credible Like, good character in his days. Like, Vince Russo destroyed WCW, man. 2000 to 2001? Come on, man. Judy Bagwell on a fucking forklift match? Like, that's the stupidest shit I've ever heard of.
3: Hey, put that against anything that the WWE is putting out right now, and I'll fucking watch that old WCW stuff any day. The current product is shit.
1: Ah, okay, whatever. I mean... You, we could argue over that, but you're going to tell me that you actually liked, like, 2000-2001 WCW when Vince Russo was in charge. You liked that stuff. You liked like said, when Dave Arquette <laughs> became world champion and shit like that.
3: Okay, that was stupid. But beyond that, still far more entertaining than anything that's put out today. Fat Goldberg.
0: Jason, the reason you're on that podcast is because you're eventually on every podcast at some point.
3: Correct. Yes. So I, I do like 15 of my own. And then I guest on every podcast that exists.
0: So, I mean, you're just making your rounds. You know, you're actually a podcast. If Jason Roskam's been on there,
3: that's it's <laughs> yes.
0: that's, that's yeah. like a rite of passage.
3: Yeah, that that's the litmus test right there. See,
0: that's why I like you so much, because you, you attach us to every podcast out there. That's awesome.
3: <laughs> hey, you know, I, I do what I can. Do they know that you're on this podcast
2: when they invite Who's you on? Like, like, do they understand some of this or is it just
0: kind of like buried in the pile?
3: That's, uh, you know, it, it all just blends together. No
0: one really understands our podcast. So yeah, like the first question, do you smoke weed?
2: <laughs> it, it helps. It helps.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we ask everybody the first because they usually say no. And they're like, OK, so I'm going to scratch these five jokes from my repertoire and oh, like,
1: You don't have to smoke weed to be on the podcast, but if you plan on listening to the entire thing weed is highly recommended It helps, helps a lot
0: <laughs> It makes it more enjoyable definitely Should we get into some wacky news? Uh, go for Hell it. yeah I fucking on, love wacky it. news Magic and mash Wacky news <coughs> 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 All right, so a woman in Michigan went into a store and tried to return an item. After an argument with people saying she couldn't return it, she grabbed the product she wanted to return it for, which was a stripper pole, and bolted. And then uh, they ended up fighting in the parking lot, and then the chick with the stripper pole beat up the employee and then left with the stripper pole and then was later arrested. Did she use the stripper pole as a weapon during the fight? I don't know, but I tried to find her contact info because she sounds like a really cool chick. to.
2: tried right. Oh, Jesus, Tim. They got these things like eHarmony and stuff like that. Maybe you should look at them instead of like Facebook newsfeed for your dating.
0: She's just into all the same shit I'm into. I just really felt that story. Was it a stripper pole on a pole fight? That sounds like something Vince Russo would do.
3: And I would watch it.
0: Usually hot strippers aren't like buying stripper poles at the store. It's usually like the chicks who are like, oh, I'm going to do this for my husband. Or, like, Yeah, this is somebody with like two kids who's like, I'm going to get in shape with a stripper pole. Yeah, I mean, anybody who's going to box is pretty ratchet.
2: Okay, now, did did they have her name? Like, was she Polish? Because that would be the ultimate WCW match. You know, Polox with poles on poles. <laughs>
0: yes! <laughs> I don't think she released permission to use her name. So, a Michigan man won the lotto. Why are these all in Michigan, dude? I know, this is like Michigan news. Michigan is kind of like- Well,
1: weed is legal in Michigan now, so there's gonna be all types of crazy shit
0: going on,
2: dude. Michigan is like the northern version of Florida.
0: It's like where people go to die and retire, but like mentally.
2: No, we're we're all crazy white people on bath salts are. Where's the... You ate his face!
0: (laughs) So, this guy in Michigan, he won a lotto jackpot for the second time in two years. He was part of one group called the Elusive Five or whatever, which was a group that they pitched in every week and then they won about $150,000 two years ago. And then he just recently won $200,000.
3: Fucking chump change. Yeah, those are bullshit lottery amounts.
0: But how can somebody hit that shit twice? I mean... I don't know. Ask your mom! (laughs) Trust me, more than one in 250,000 have rode in that one, so...
2: hey Oh,
0: Oh, yikes. All right, this man from California... Just got recorded for visiting Disneyland 2,000 days in a row. He's an old guy. What the fuck do you think he's doing at Disneyland 2,000 days in a row? Years. Trying to fight off the pedo urges. Years.
2: I mean.
1: He could be, uh, you know, fucking Minnie Mouse on the side, dude. He might, like, you know, have, have, have a
2: hookup there.
3: I love Disneyland, and if I lived in California and had a season pass, I'd go there every day. If I was retired, fuck it.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. Because we've got Six Flags Fiesta Texas and SeaWorld here. And every year I get the... uh, annual pass thing because it's actually cheaper than if you just go there one day, you know, and I got nieces and nephews and shit. There but, is no fucking way my sanity would survive going to that place every single day.
3: Well, Six Flags and Disney are two very different experiences. Not
2: Disneyland in California. That place is pretty ghetto. All yeah, the ghetto too- Disney shit happens.
3: Yo, yo. How many how
0: many times can you ride the same ride? I mean, a year. If you went there for for a year, all right, so that's 365 days. 2000 So, he's been going there for seven years every day. I mean, they can't make rides fast enough for that guy to not, like, blow his brains out.
2: Oh, he's not there for the rides, dude.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he's going there necessarily riding the rides, dude. He might be going there.
3: He's riding something, but not the rides.
1: So, I used to have a Six Flags season pass, too. And I would just go to Six Flags just to get, like, fucking churros and play carnival games and never ride any of the rides.
0: Well, did you guys see that, that documentary, uh, Super Size Me, where the, there was a guy in that movie who went and ate uh, a Big Mac every day, and he said he's been doing it for five years or whatever, but the guy looked healthy and fine, and they, like, put him on there, and they, like, interviewed him, and, fine, and he was fine, but the, like, the the Morgan Spurchild or whatever his name was, his health fucking, like, fucking hit the shitter from eating mcdonald's every day but this guy goes every day and he loves it it's maybe it's just like routine
2: first off mergen spurlock is a fucking jackass and i have no doubt that he was you know cooking the dad a little bit because who would want to see a fucking movie where you ate one big mac a day for a month and nothing happened nobody so
3: well i think the point of that was also he ate every meal at mcdonald's for a whole month right correct
0: Yes, his only nutrition was from McDonald's. So basically, he could drink water or something somewhere else, but he would get like a big, large drink, and then when he'd be watching TV, be drinking that soda, and then like he basically—you see—that's fucking retarded. I know, it, it, of course. Yeah, seriously. If you're not in fucking Europe, you can't even get beer at
1: McDonald's. What the fuck? I love, I love, I love, I
0: love There's a lot of Americans that live like that. Who on their way to work, they'll stop at McDonald's and get a, a croissant lunch and.
2: Okay, so do you know anybody in real life that eats 3 meals a day at McDonald's? For real?
0: No, not at McDonald's, but I mean, I think a lot of Americans eat fast food every day. I think maybe some Americans might eat it twice a day, and I'm sure there's a rare amount of Americans that will eat it for every meal. And that's like scary.
3: If I lived right next to a Jack in the Box, then I would potentially eat there like twice a day, but McDonald's not. Fuck that.
2: Yeah, I mean, McDonald's is like the garbage of garbage. I mean, there's nothing redeeming about McDonald's food. I mean, you know, like, let's say every day at uh, McDonald's versus every day at Chipotle. I mean, you'd probably be shitting your pants out, but...
0: You miss out on a lot of food groups by eating just fast food. I mean, it's not like you're getting the broccoli and oats and good shit. You're getting, like, a whole uh, white, the whitest bun you can. There's no, like, grain... Nutrition there. You're just getting the fucking greasy meat and bacon. And it's like fried potatoes. There's no building blocks for health there, you know. But America's become. Uh,
2: Are you working for Michelle Obama now or something? What the fuck?
0: But. <laughs> It's like on the kids' meal, you can
1: get, instead of fries, you can get apples. But then they give you, like, fucking caramel dipping sauce that's, like, pure sugar. Have you
2: you seen that shit where it's, like, apple slices that are in some kind of plastic bag and somehow magically they don't go brown or anything? Those are not fucking
0: apples. Well, they give you a choice to be a good parent or not at the McDonald's drive-thru now. You've already failed. Well, when you, yeah, obviously, but they're like, all right, would you like French fries or would you like yogurt or apples or oranges? Or like, I'll give you several good options. And then there's the parents who are like, put fries in there. You know, so I always get my daughter extra fries. I was like, can you supersize hers, please?
2: Yeah, I'd want my daughter to have low self esteem. That would solve so many problems. Like, You know, if she doesn't believe in herself, then she's not going to be running around with boys or sneaking out of the house or anything. She'll just be sad.
3: Now, see, I think you have that all wrong. I think if she doesn't feel good about herself, she's going to be fucking all the guys trying to find that thing that uh, helps her feel good about herself.
0: See, the thing is, McDonald's does it right because they play Kate towards kids. All right. And so a little kid wants to eat at McDonald's. They tell your parents, oh, McDonald's, whatever. And you're like, come on, let's let's Taco Bell it or whatever. Let's, let's fucking do this. whatever."
3: <laughs> yeah, now we're get now we're talking. Choice.
0: <laughs> all right, but uh, the kids love the play place. They love the clown. They love all that bullshit, and then they grow up loving that. And then as they get an adult, then they just like eating that food. Wow, it's, it's almost like it's a strategy or something, right? Why aren't the other companies doing that? A lot of people are like, we're too adult or whatever. Like, no, hey, you're like short term. Think long term
2: because McDonald's is the bottom of the goddamn barrel for everything. Literally everything. It is terrible. And they're able to do it on an economy of scale because the number of McDonald's out there compared to any other fast food restaurant is just insane.
0: Well, if you're a parent of a kid and if you've ever sat at a play place eating your shitty fucking meal while your kid's playing and you're just waiting for them to like finish up, it's a terrible feeling. But they don't care. The kid's having a blast. Like
2: kids getting stuck in the uh, tubes in the playground
0: uh, divorce is terrible <laughs> Tinder is great we live in a great day and age and Sid uh, pictures of Sid have get, gotten me through many lonely nights yeah but I'm never
1: eating McDonald's in those pictures I always got like a bucket of KFC Rubbing a fucking
0: drumstick on my nip. Your pictures are always taken, like, from the rear, and you're, like, bending over. And all I can see is, like, your face, your balls and taint.
2: Oh, yeah. And then the chicken. Hey, Tim, uh, you you said that app was Tinder, but on your Facebook thing it says Grinder.
0: I, I fucking, I have a lot of nets, John. I'm just throwing a bunch of shit out there. All right,
2: is one of those nets on your assless chaps?
0: I'm just saying, hey... I, it's funny because that's
1: actually a shoot. I did send Tim a picture with my taint balls and faces. When I got Sandy Bell to take that picture of me, she's like, "Y'all are so fucking gay." <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 oh fuck! That shit was the funny shit. Sid, you have a problem with a stretchy ballsack? What is the deal with that? Shit like f- hangs like five inches honestly i
1: don't know but it, it's always kept me from fucking wearing boxer shorts like like i mentioned in the last episode i only wear briefs and it's because my nuts right. are so pendulous they
2: cause problems if i maybe don't have tried, them. like you tug them out a little bit and maybe it snaps back in like the
0: when you sit down do you have to like worry about sitting on your your balls not as long as i'm wearing underwear but if i'm not wearing underwear then yeah i mean i've sat
2: on my balls before
0: damn that's a- <laughs> terrible
2: how did we get from disneyland to sid sitting on his balls
0: i love this and
2: sometimes if i'm like uh, going
1: to a brand new bathroom that i've never used before i always gotta like be really careful and lower my balls down slowly <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like a little, a little, <laughs> little, little dipstick dip dip. right? <laughs> yeah. and your fucking balls fall in the water like that shit's the worst man have you
2: ever accidentally shat on your
1: balls No, not to my knowledge, but I mean, I might have without knowing it. It's like a distinct possibility.
0: Have you ever clamped a toilet seat down on your balls? Like me sitting like step up, like stand up for a little second, sit back down and be like, ah, no. But
1: one time I was taking a shit on a Greyhound bus and we went over a speed bump and like my balls got jostled and like, almost tried to wedge themselves underneath the toilet seat that was pretty scary god
0: damn it's crazy what happens when you get older and naturally people lose elasticity and their balls get saggy like you're just gonna fall to the floor sid you're gonna be like it's gonna be
1: like an octopus tentacle with fucking uh just two lumps on the end of it bro (laughs) like
0: the guy on jackass who walks around with his ball sack hanging out the bottom of his shorts you're gonna be that guy
1: I'm already that guy, dude. Like, I got some shorts on right now, and my balls are pretty much hanging out of them, dude.
2: (laughs) So, So pretty much you can't wear a Speedo to the beach or anything like that, right? Well, yeah,
1: I can. Like, if a Speedo has, like, the ability to fucking hold the, like, it reins it in. It's not like they're wild and fucking trying to escape, man. They're pretty docile. So if I'm wearing something that holds them, they'll stay put.
2: But a, a Speedo's so small, I would think that if you got it crammed full of balls, then, you know, the twigs are sticking out the top.
1: Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I, it's probably not polite for me to wear a Speedo in public, but I could probably still pull it off.
0: Well, Sid, what spurred this is that I had sent you a naked picture uh, of me from oh, underneath. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We are so exposing the business right now, and I'm pretty sure Jason Roscom has quit the show.
0: <laughs> Jason has quit the
2: show. Tim, why in the name of God? I mean, we're not even going to get to the sending it to Sid
0: part, but why did you take a picture of your taint? It was, I was cupping my balls and pulling it aside, but we had a joke on the episode where John quit. The next episode, we talked about... Uh, Don't put this evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby! No, but... I was sending pictures to uh, Veronica Wish about oh, yeah. just my balls taint and face showing Here or whatever. We go. Oh, and okay, so yeah. I sent him a picture and I was cupping my junk, but it was like from the down up and like you could see like underneath my legs and moving up. And Sid like laughed or whatever. The next night or whatever, I got the picture <laughs> from Sid, Sid and it was just like him bent over and it was like her behind him. I could tell she was, like, squatting down, like, behind him, like, taking a picture, and he just, like, bent over, and he's, like, smiling underneath, like, <laughs> with a thumbs thousand... up. It's like, what the fuck? Oh,
2: that's a good woman.
0: Oh, my God. We are the gayest fucking people in the world. That shit. Woo! Is that picture, like, the
1: lock screen on your phone now or
0: something? Like, people pick up your phone, they're like, oh, <laughs> like, throw it back down. <laughs> yeah, I never touch my phone. No, I uh, made wallpaper out of it.
2: Can you imagine being the poor son of a bitch at the NSA that's, like, going through this stuff and all of a sudden they see fucking sits <laughs> taint in his face? <laughs> they're like, I'm never fucking
1: spying on this guy again, Dennis.
0: Well, I got reported it, posting something in Cast from Exile uh, a little while back. I, I made a picture of Kevin Jones. Now, somebody had posted uh, Owen Turtenwald. And had a dick going nor- near his face. And Owen Turnbull had his hair combed all pretty or whatever. And then, uh, I think it was Aaron Sarely who posted it. Shout out. Thanks, proud Patreon. And then he got banned from Facebook for 24 hours. What? And Kevin Jones is like, well, that's fucked up. He's, you know, he's my friend or whatever. He's like, if it was, just, if it was me, I wouldn't care. <laughs> but it's like, it's somebody that I care about, whatever. So I went and I made a Kevin Jones picture of him. Allegedly in his underwear allegedly and like six dicks are coming at him like shit splusion all over him and i posted it in Ten. cfe and i was like i don't know who did this but this is fucked <laughs> up guys <laughs> be you get i got reported and kicked off of facebook for 24 hours and um i have a feeling kevin jones was reported i don't think he was super cool with it because i tagged him in it and uh i don't know <laughs> but i don't think he's you fucking tagged him in a picture of him with six dicks yeah, he said he was cool with it. He was like, if it was me, I'd be cool with it. It was like to that post. I was like, the next thing it was like, here's a picture of you.
1: He's all <laughs> like, man, I was cool with one dick. I was cool with possibly up to four dicks. But when it becomes five You're or six dicks, surf. that's when you cross the line.
0: It was fucking hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. Ryan Brown loved it. What up? What up? That's the only person that probably saw it, I guess. Oh, and Aaron Sarely. Shout out. I
3: don't Shout think out. Kevin Jones likes me anymore. I uh, he, he had a recent photo or he was on stream or something about, I don't know, it was about a month ago now. And, uh, you know, he was really cleaned up. Nice. You know, he had a like almost like a suit on his hair was slicked back. I'm like, oh, man, he doesn't look like a fucking crackhead anymore. And he kind of took exception to that. I what?
0: Know. God, I, that's a compliment. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, man, you say- look at some
3: early pictures of that guy, man. He looks like a fucking homeless crackhead.
0: Allegedly. Oh, that's where he took offense, that he used to look like Crackhead. But I would say, hey, man, like, you're pulling your shit together. Yeah. I No, he's dabbing.
1: Kevin used to be cool, and Kevin used to like people, but now he's kind of a part of that scene, you know? And I doubt that he's down with us anymore, like he used to be.
0: No, I think he's cool, but he never responds to any time I've reached out to him. And I think uh, – well, y- Early on we wanted to get him on the show and he kind of snubbed snubbed Sid and myself and I I did I took sour to that, so
1: Well the thing is is like the only reason we ever got him on Cast from Exile is because he knew Ruben. And Ruben is gone from like the fucking MTG community now. So Good. I don't know. I don't think we'll ever get Kevin on our show because Ruben Aww.
0: Yeah, Ruben's not really a, f- a friend to us anymore either. Yeah. I mean, he's still my boy, but
1: uh you know, definitely not in the aspect of like MTG shit posting. Like he just couldn't handle it. He had like for a guy that is so laid back, he would get so upset about fucking shit posting. He like never understood that it was just for, you know, like fuck fuck all lulls or whatever. Uh
0: yeah, and I'm still his friend on on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and and comment on his stuff nicely, and and I like the guy, but I don't think he l- agrees with what we're doing as a show, essentially, and uh, when we first came out, the first few episodes, he was like rah-rahing for us, saying hey, you know these guys are carrying the torch as Cats from Exile is kind of fading out, but uh, once we kind of shit on Lawrence and kind of. We were posting shit in uh, Cast From Exile Facebook page that was pretty trolling, and he hated that. He posted a big thing saying, hey, you know, we want to be politically correct here whatever, and I was like, I re- responded saying, hey, Cast From Exile is the one place where we're not politically correct. This is the, the place where we can go and be fucking shitheads, and uh, I think that's what kind of killed Cast From Exile. And then Magic for Bad started, and that's where... That's where the shit posters go.
1: Yeah, Magic for Bad is definitely like the haven for shit posters, man. That's like a place to go. And people are going to get butt hurt, but nobody's ever going to tell you that you can't like post something shitty in there.
3: I've never even heard of this before.
2: Magic
0: for Bad?
3: Yeah.
2: It's the place Tim goes to get trolled by fake women. It's
0: true. <laughs> also,
2: he has been catfished on
1: Magic for Bad. That is true. <laughs>
0: Uh, we have a new episode of Weekend Trolling that came up uh, a few weeks ago now because, I mean, this is like three weeks out. But um, did any of you guys check that out? Of course. It, basically, we took all the best shit posts and trolls from Magic and Hash and Magic for Bad, and we made like a compilation video, kind of like a Tosh.0 style, where Sid and I – Oh
2: wow, Tosh, another gay guy.
0: Sid and I put together uh, a week controlling episode three. It's on our YouTube. You can check it out right now. Go ahead and check out Magic and Ash YouTube. Subscribe, and we're gonna have future episodes of that coming up. It's not just kind of like basically highlight talking shit about people. It's basically commending these funny people for uh, creating funny content. For these groups. And it's basically to highlight the best ones and ma- make people laugh because a lot of them are great that just go unseen. I love the
1: Wedge memes because that guy Wedge is such a fucking tool, man. I- I'm sure he's like a nice person in real life, but his like gimmick or his character that he plays on whatever his channel is, I think the Mana Source or something like that, such a tool. Such a tool. And I love to see him get completely chicanerized on Magic for Bad.
0: Well, a lot of people, he's a total shill, where he'll never talk bad about uh, Wizards of the Coast or this or that, but he also gets, like, lots of spoilers and shit, and he's yeah. one of the guys that spoiled uh, the the Planeswalkers before or whatever or something like that. He mm-hmm. was the one that posted the video saying, hey, look at this these shits, and that's what kind of started everything. Um, but how did he get it, you know, so... I don't know. Maybe being a fucking sucking the dick of wizards pays off somewhere. Where's our fucking spoiler card, wizards? You piece of shit.
2: That would be hysterical would be if they gave shit. like the unthree spoilers to shit podcasts like us.
0: <laughs> Motherfucker, we're picking up steam. We are picking up steam. Uh, we're gonna have a website up in two years. It's called uh, Chewy's Ballsack Sucks Dickheads. I don't know. Are we? Uh,
2: Chewy is a big poopy head dot com.
0: Uh, shout out to all those dorks over there at MTG cast. You all suck. You know, we're, here. we're still here.
3: You know, I was actually thinking about uh, starting the new magic gathering podcast, calling it uh, magic players for Trump and posting it on MTG cast just to see how it. quick just to see how quick we'd get banned from MTG cast.
2: Like ep- episode one. Why are there no legendary walls? <laughs> <laughs> Magic players are also the kind of people that get really fucking wound up because they won't reveal Ashiok's gender. So, how do you think they're going to take to somebody like Trump?
3: Right.
0: God. So, uh pre-release just happened. One card I was kind of underwhelmed about was the uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ? Was the three mana like Thoughtseize slash they set exile creature? Now I like I put that in my deck because I was like, man, this could do so much shit. But I feel like the the format's a little wide, so you know them exiling exiling one of their cards wasn't a big deal at 3 minutes. Yeah, I I I
3: found Liliana's Defeat to be very effective as a sideboard card in my pre-release. It was uh, you know, every time I played against black, I sided it right in and fuck man, it was awesome.
0: Yeah, one mana removal. That's pretty fucking that's good good call, dude.
2: I found the Tim might be a little bit high because he's already covered this.
0: Oh, last lap episode, that was before the pre-release though. That last episode was before the pre-
1: and you know that mana dork that taps for two? The he sucked. Yeah, he yeah, was bad.
3: Uh, that <laughs> that mana dork for Every, six? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Every time I play <laughs> them, I just <laughs> lost. I don't
2: know. <laughs> well, hey, maybe one thing we can talk about is that uh, spoiled sheet of foil from uh, Ixion or whatever it is. Yo, you think that's real? Uh, it would be hard to fake that. Yeah.
0: So they're going to have these treasure chests, which basically you sack them to make mana, like clues, but shittier.
2: That means Tim's favorite thing, a uh, bonus card in the back that's going to be worth a lot of money someday.
0: That means they're going to probably put in some big bombs in the set so that the people that do make these treasure chests can uh, make like a turn 7 play on turn 5 or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like the power creep that is kind of happening. I noticed that a lot of the cards that at pre-release are super powerful and broken. Anybody who got a god, if they could play, it was, it was pretty fucking hard to deal with that shit. Nobody? All right. Did you know that these these Russian guys, they posted a video on YouTube. They welded the front halves of three different cars together, and they made the world's largest fidget spinner. And this thing, they turned the wheels sideways, and they welded them on there. And then, so the cars turn on, and then they, the engines move, and then they fucking just drive, and the thing fucking spins. Isn't, isn't that called a merry-go-round? But it's like, <laughs> three people sit
1: in... But it's a fidget spinner, John. It's different. It's trendy. <laughs> you okay, know, so... Who actually has a fidget spinner? I know that uh, Tim, Jason, y'all have kids. Do your kids play with fidget spinners?
3: Well, okay, so I'm one of those guys where, like, two weeks ago, or, like, two or three weeks ago, my wife's like, oh, I just bought a fidget spinner. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And she explains it to me, and then, like, the next day, that's all I fucking see on Facebook, the fucking news, everything. So... Yeah, I'm one of those guys that was a little bit behind. But then as soon as it was introduced to me, it was fucking everywhere.
0: They're selling them at every gas station now. I was at the, you know, like animal feed store because there was like a fair going on right near there. And I took my daughter to get my dog some fucking shoes or some shit. And they had fidget spinners like on every aisle. I was like, what the fuck? But I have... A nice metal $20 fidget spinner. I'm not like one of your shitty plastic gas station fidget spinners. Oh, Jesus Christ. They're all squares. Well, let me tell
2: you. These Dude, Tim's always are... on. Oh, sorry. These Go ahead, John. These goddamn kids these days with their bottle flipping and their fidget spinning instead of doing drugs and fucking each other and getting pregnant. I swear to Christ, the youth of today.
0: Well, I must have ADD because I yell and snap at people all the time. And when I get angry... Just a little spin of the spinny-spin, just it makes the demons go away.
3: Yeah, isn't this just encouraging that fucking ADD generation as it is? Like, shouldn't we be telling them to, like, fucking focus and not just, like, get lost in these fucking tops that ho- you hold in your hand?
0: I think the people who don't understand the fidget spinners are just haters. Well, you if know what? If kids have much.
1: ADD, can you send them to concentration camp?
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs>
2: I would much rather have them whip out the fidget spinner than do the whole, like, table-flipping out thing at MTG. So maybe they should just, like, have a box of them to hand out, like, basic lands.
0: The thing is, the problem is the overabundance of the shitty fidget spinners. They're all plastic fucking shitty shit that spins for, like, ten seconds, and people are like, this is terrible. If you ever felt, like, a decent fidget spinner, you're just like, wow, that's kind of fucking cool. And you're like, oh, I don't really know, but then you, you... you feel yourself picking it up.
2: Kind of like taking a picture of my taint. That is something that is never going to happen.
0: Have you ever had a cool thing on your fancy desk, John? Like a, a cool thing that pens stick in and you're like, wow, that's cool that I have that. That's what this is to me. It's like sits there and I'm like, I fuck with it. No. no. Uh, no seriously, I'm kind of like,
2: um, how can I put it? I'm kind of like an anti spencer shit guy, you know? <laughs>
0: Yeah, this is less Spencer shit. If you get a decent one, it's like it looks cool on your desk. It's not like a fuck. It's metal. It's like gold. Looks cool. You're like, wow, what's that? Yeah, but like, it's still 100% gay. Well, I agree.
1: Is it gayer than a male robber? Like on the so what, much? What better. is the gayest
3: trip? Well, okay. It's,
0: episode it's, is this is going to be the gayest episode ever. <laughs> I just wanted to
3: know. <laughs> we've talked about pictures of us. It's it's. It's one step below It's one step below the man bun. Okay. That, that's where rompers, it is on the game scale.
2: You know who wore a romper? James Bond wore a romper. The Crocodile Hunter wore a romper. So those are two pretty manly men that wore rompers, and I don't see any fidget spinners on them.
3: The Crocodile Hunter, really? Fair. He got the killed by dude, a fucking stingray. Fuck that guy.
2: Steve Irwin did rock the male romper years before his time, though. That's amazing. He, He even got his wife and kids into rompers. I mean, he's a romper pimp.
0: That's hilarious that you called that, John. Like That motherfucker did the romper for a long fucking time, dude. Like, he, like, was really into that. He's like, I'm going to just keep rocking this. I don't give a fuck. This is going to catch on sometime. Well, he died before the fad catched on, sadly, but he was doing it. Yeah, he
2: sucks.
3: Fuck that guy. I'm glad he's dead.
2: Well, Okay. (laughs) Yeah, and we know that Sid couldn't pull off a Steve Irwin romper cuz his balls would be dangling at the bottom of it. <laughs> true. True.
0: All rompers, not just his type. Anything like above the knee.
1: When are they going to make a fucking romper for the pendulous nutted gentleman? That's what I want to know,
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We should make a like it's like a, a jock strap that holds your balls in so that you can go swimming, you can wear like normal swim trunks and shit. Oh, I guess that's just underwear. Yeah,
2: it's like a tampon for men with big balls. You can go swimming, horseback riding, all that shit.
0: Like underwear, but it's just like the, a strap, so it just cradles the balls, and not your wang-wang. Your, your you don't want to, like, encumber that, motherfucker. Yeah, seriously, man. Just try it. You can't. You can't, dude. Fuck, we've been talking for an hour about another bit magic Sid. what happens when your wang wang wants to enter a ding ding what do you do
1: you gotta wrap it up bro
0: you gotta wrap it up damn all right Sid where got can we find lick you it
2: before you stick it
0: <laughs> lick it before you stick it you got it was that just in that movie or was that a song too that was a oh, booty that's, call?
2: that's just in that movie but I mean there's a song that has that same kind of beat
0: yeah, Booty Call is a sweet movie. Dude, Booty, Booty Call is
1: such sweet a sweet movie, man. That's where I learned that you could use saran wrap as a condom. Exactly. In a
0: pinch. I was like, man, this guy's like the MacGyver or the ninja of getting laid, dude. Bernie Mac didn't need saran wrap. He should have gotten a
2: goddamn garbage bag like one of those 30-gallon hefty ones.
0: And I, I found out they have <laughs> lambskin condoms. Hefty, hefty. That was like my first introduction to lambskin condoms. I was like, what? They have other type, like lamb skin. Like, how do they even make those? Like, what part of the lamb? I mean, do they sew it together? Thank you. The no. dick. It's the dick, man. You're just using the lamb's dick skin over your skin? Yeah, you're putting a lamb's dick over your dick, and that's how it works. I don't know. Maybe it's their arms or knees. I'm not Googling this. I'm not Googling either. like, how do they make a lamb's <laughs> All right, Sid, where can we find you?
1: Uh, donate your money, lambskin condoms, and ball-supporting underwear to patreoncom forward slash magic and, hash. and uh, you can hit me up personally on Twitter at theSidMeister.
0: All right, Sid. What about like uh, what kind of cool t- Twitter shit are you doing? You doing any cool promos coming up or anything fun for these people? Uh, nope. <laughs> All right, just. Subscribe, and you get his normal flavor with some WW whatever happening. Hashtag, hashtag Sid's balls. <laughs> Make it trend. <laughs> Another wrestling fan, Jason Roscom. What are you yeah, doing?
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm doing everything. But if you want to find me, I'm always on the only magic podcast that i'm still involved with that's actually active the magic and hash facebook group otherwise hit me up on all things star wars i'm doing the all things star wars podcast on itunes and whatnot and i'm at darth roscombe at twitter
0: are you not interacting on the other facebook groups anymore or what
3: Eh, a little bit here and there and uh, just shout out to david schmuck because i know he posts all these spoilers to every single love magic schmuck. facebook group he's the man he's so but, sweet uh yeah, he's awesome, and uh, you know I'll still comment on like some of the spoilers that he puts on other Facebook groups. I try to stick mostly to the Magic and Hash because, again, it's the only Magic podcast that's still active.
0: So when between I between higher
3: standards, cast from Exile.
0: When I go into higher standards and I like throw your name around and wave my dick around, um, you see that shit because I'm tagging you and all that shit. Like, oh, I do. Like, yeah. Does that bother you?
3: <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, and by the way, I I love the whole uh, the. Project VCR comment you made last week. That yeah. was uh that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah. And they were like some listener or whatever's like, Oh, this show didn't end because of politics. And I was like, Oh well, maybe I got the story wrong. Cause Jason Roscomb said that on our podcast who he's a part of now. So check it out, Magic <laughs> and Hash. <laughs> and the kid like shut right up and I was just like, Alright. So you obviously yeah. don't know what the fuck's happening, and I'm just gonna all your listener base should know <laughs> this is why it fucking ended. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, like you know, he'll get over it at some point, and maybe you guys will record an episode because I love that shit, man. It's old old movies that I grew up with. I want to fucking talk about that shit. That's cool.
3: Oh yeah, like I said, man, Doug and I were friends for 26 years. We were the the best of friends, and then all of a sudden, one argument about fucking Trump, and he like cuts me off. Come on, man, grow up.
0: Yeah, it happens. Uh, speaking of Trump, tune in next week while we alienate
1: the rest of our audience with. Magic and hash is either for or not against Trump.
0: <laughs> well, since it's three weeks in the future, since Trump uh, ban- uh, banished all Mexicans to Mexico, uh, John Holland, where can we find you?
2: Well, right now you're going to find me in the freaking shower crying and trying to scrub the homosexuality off of me from this goddamn podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the gayest episode ever.
2: But aside from that, you can find me on the Magic and Hash Facebook group. And oh, by the way, fuck David Schmuck because he never paid up on that Keys to the City bet. It's
0: true. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, dude, yeah, I, I remember, I remember. that. Bet.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yo, I missed never that. What happened? Fucking pay up on that. What well, th- he. What were the well in addition in addition to posting all of these he has this tendency and I swear to god if I didn't know better I would think he was trolling but he manages to pick out the worst goddamn card in every set and swear up and down that it's going to become this fucking legacy staple and everybody's going to be like you know I bought in 50 of them for like less than a buck a piece and they're going to be worth you know
0: so the bet, more was, than a harm the bet was what and, that it would top 8 or what was the bet john
2: my bet was That uh, the bet was that somebody had to top eight with uh, with a grip of keys to the city.
0: So a full full play set
2: in the main deck. In the main deck. In the main deck.
0: And no one did. Yeah. Like, but somebody had a copy or a couple copies in like a a discard like uh, deck, and he like posted in the
2: sideboard.
1: Black red zombies uh, in the sideboard. In in the discard
2: yeah. There was nobody that ever even came close to that. I mean, there was one deck where somebody had like uh, one or two of them in a sideboard or something like that, but it's like, nope, that's not the deal. Or, and like people kept people kept fucking being like, "Well, look at this FNM from fucking Kodiak, Alaska," and it was no. It, the deal was for like a GP or you know World Cup or Pro Tour or some shit like that. But what
0: happens if he lost? What did he have
2: to do? Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was, but if you I had I to lost, suck
3: John's dick, okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he, had to, he had to suck my dick while uh, while Sid's wife was taking a picture from behind.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> give him a foil goif for Modern Masters 2.
0: Oh, a foil goif? Overt. It was for a foil goif? Yeah. God damn. I don't, like, my I don't know. I don't know if, if anyone can, like. I wouldn't give somebody a foil goif for that bet. I mean, it's a terrible card.
3: Do, do we have evidence of this? Is this somewhere still cast on the from internet exile
0: facebook page there's it's probably
2: cast from exile it's probably still at the top since nobody's in that fucking group <laughs> anymore but
0: <laughs> burn. <laughs> oh fuck john do you have any contacts
2: yeah i'm gonna have to go get tested for aids after this fucking ass podcast that's the contact i'm gonna need to have
1: Health, wow. contact aids. He got contact aids, kind of like a contact high. But would it yeah. be,
2: They did a split card where it was HIV AIDS. Like you get HIV on the battlefield, and then <laughs> it turns into AIDS, and you exile it. You Maybe in crazy. this next
1: onset that's coming out uh, pretty soon.
2: <laughs> it's a silver border too, so it can't infect the main game. <laughs> oh, I gotta wrap it up, guys. Thank you.
0: Hit us up at magicandhash at gmail.com with all your inquiries. Magic underscore Timmy on Twitter Tim Kempner on Facebook. Hit any of us up, we'll add you to our Facebook group. Thanks for getting blissed with us. Peace out.
3: I turned myself into a pickle, Morty!
0: Boom! Big reveal! I'm a pickle! Think about that. I turned myself into a pickle. I'm pickle red. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Yeah, I'd like to get a ten-piece McNugget and uh, a bunch of the Szechuan sauce, like as much as you're allowed to give me. As much as you're allowed to give me. As much as you're allowed to give me. Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. And it's delicious. And it's delicious. Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. And it's delicious. And it's delicious. Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce, it's delicious, it's delicious, Szechuan sauce, Szechuan sauce.
1: Of the Sichuan sauce, like as much as you're allowed to give me, as much as you're
3: allowed to give me, as much as you're allowed to give me. Sichuan
0: sauce, Sichuan sauce, and it's delicious, and it's delicious. Sichuan sauce, Sichuan sauce, and it's delicious, and it's delicious. Sichuan sauce, Sichuan sauce, and it's delicious, and it's delicious. Sichuan sauce,
3: Sichuan sauce.